0: In G or dusty Anything ragged or rotten or rusty Yes, I love trash If you really want to see something trashy, look at this! Throw it in the trash? Throw it in the trash. Hey, what's happening, everybody? It's the MMD here with another garbage cast. Uh, I recorded another file. It was like an hour or something. Uh about an hour ago, but it was really depressing, so I'm not sure I'm going to release that one. It's basically like a, what I've been up to, I mean, long and short of the story is I've been busy um, playing Dead Island 2, I surprisingly like that game, even though I don't like weapon degradation, and I don't like zombies. And I bought it for Kelly, but I am really enjoying it. Um, I didn't play the first one, so I just love going to the workbench. Bench. I love going to the workbench um, and fixing my <laughs> weapons after going around smashing zombies. I thought I was going to, like get rid of it, and and then fall off because I got to a point where uh, they kicked me out of the, the first house that you you get to in Bel Air. You have a falling out with them, and they're like, get out. And I was like, no, I forgot to buy the pistol. I didn't realize that you could go to a different trader and, and buy it. So I was like, I'm going to restart the game five hours. Okay. So apparently, the, the, the game progress-wise is only 30 minutes worth of game progress. I've spent five or ten hours on this one section. I've done three of the main missions. Like I said, I really like the game. I love going out there and testing out which weapons kill zombies the best. I don't really care about dying. Um, it doesn't really bother me now that I know. It's just like you press X and you try again, blah, blah, blah. Um, I like having the recipes to make stuff. Um, I'm constantly running out of first aid kits. So I do like being able to make them. I tend to over-collect on resources, make everything, and then go completely bankrupt on chemicals and adhesives so I either go from five uh, first aid kits to zero the other thing I've been up to is I finally found a new D&D group it's paid I find that they're because it's a paid game they're way more committed to um, actually playing this one is not a beginner group, so I'm constantly being told to reread the player's manual. I will not. Uh, there's a bit of a disconnect between me like trying to table talk and figure out what I want to do and um, actually telling the DM what I, I want to actually accomplish I'm not really good at improv and for me um, I'm either like really on point with uh, like bantering and and improving with uh, the DM or I'm like I want to (laughs) escape the prison (laughs) like I I have trouble trying to figure out um like narratively telling a story in, in in a cool and interesting way um my my thought process is basically like I do the thing and that's as far as I get so this is why I'm keeping up with it cuz I'm trying to push myself to get better at coming up with stuff and thinking on the fly and and thinking and then reacting I, 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 get, I get locked up often I'm not good at improv I'm not good at improvising Um. I remember I was learning how to play the drums and they were like and then do a fill and then I sat there for five minutes and I stared at the, the drum teacher and then he was like alright um okay, I'll show you some fills. And then I just basically parroted the the ones that he showed me back to him. I'm not – I'm really not good at improv. Every time it came time to do, like, drum fills when I was a kid, I would just lock up and we would stay, sit there in silence. So I basically lived my life where I – If I had to improv, I would either avoid the situation or prepare in advance to improv. Prepare improvisations, which, as you can see, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, So I'm trying to force myself into growing that way. Um, I've been busy looking after my son. Um... There's a lot of times where I feel like I'm maybe I'll record and I'll get in the studio and I'll do something and I, I don't. I don't. Um, I just have way too much fun. Um, oh, a coupon. Actually, that's useful. I have way too much fun. Oh, I got to print it. Um, laughing with him. He's at the stage where he just laughs and laughs and laughs and uh, the most silliest things. So I do a lot of slapstick, like, awooga, like noises and pictures or faces, and, and he laughs and he laughs, and I enjoy it immensely. Um, it is my favorite thing in the world, having a son. Um... i kind of i'm like why didn't i do this earlier and you know i understand the damien or the mmd that was like adverse to children and i understand um new dad mmd it's like it's a different perspective entirely um It's hard, but it's not without its upsides, and the upsides are great. And sometimes the downsides are kind of shitty. Like when he's he's at that four-month regression stage, he does not sleep on his own. He, um, he will sleep for about an hour, an hour and a half, maybe 45 minutes uh, at the lesser end. And then he will wake up crying, screaming like, He's, like, fallen out of the bed. And he'll do, like, the arms will go. The eyes won't be open. The arms will go. He'll start screaming, crying. and be like, ah. And then I'll go, hey, go to bed. And he'll, like, he'll power down again. And it's the funniest thing in the world. Um, As long as you catch him early enough in his freakout. Like, he's like, you're okay. You're safe. I got you. Let me hold you for a bit or let me put you on my chest and you go back to bed and then he'll do that it's like it's like an internal like alarm in him that says like wake up wake up wake up and then you you manually hit the snooze button by comforting him and I, I find that frustrating and hilarious at the same time um so i've been doing that uh um, kind of at a place with the podcast where um, I have to save up a lot of things that I want to say Um, that last recording, I spoke a lot it was very depressing Um, there are some things I will pick out of that and eventually we will have these conversations, but if I don't if I were to be recording every week I think this podcast would not be as exciting as this epically groundbreaking content that we have right now. Um, I just realized that I can tilt the the tripod with the ball head so that I can point the microphone directly at my mouth. And this is kind of a game changer. I'm going to set this up like this all the time. Um... I'm just going to take a quick photo of the setup so I know what to do. Let's see. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to be moving to, like, a love-hate-things type release schedule of you get it when you get it. I had some stuff recorded from PodCamp Toronto. It wasn't really, like, long or that great. So I will just keep the, the gold and throw out the, the, the chaff and say, if you went to pod camp, uh, Toronto 2023, that's the year we're in, right? It sounded a little bit like this. Oh, look, the troll doll's come out. Wait, oh. Trudeau. I thought you meant Trudeau. Trudeau? Trudeau. Isn't that uh, Pierre Polly uh, the whole thing about how Trudeau was pushing people onto the subway? What? That, that like clip the, the, this morning? No, no, Pierre Polly was yeah. asked why, and he said, well, the first thing we have to do is we have to get rid of his uh, catch and release. Uh, uh, catch and release? 87. 87. Thank you, Mark. Mark, aren't you keeping some for your table? No, you know. Uh, well, I've got egg ones. You want uh, oh, but I don't need a lot. Egg fries? Egg fries. Egg fries. Off. I think the last time I did was in October, so, okay. Because that one, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. But yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's a card. See, yeah, I see yeah. the SD. Yeah, there's a card. There's a card in there, yeah. 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 So are we going to record? Are we ready? Ready. All right. I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet, but I think it's just going to be riff riffing. Riffing? Are you <laughs> sure it's on record and not arm? It is definitely on record. It was on standby, and then it's now on record. All right. I don't know what number. I don't know what number Do no we need to know? No. All right. It's the one after. Yeah, <laughs> the one after <laughs> the last one? All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Canned Concast, live from PodCamp Toronto, sitting here in room three, blah, 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 blah. I'm Anthony Marco. Uh, and I'm also here in room three, blah, 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 blah. I'm Candace Lepage. Uh, welcome to the podcast that talks about uh, Canadian music from a certain time at a certain place, uh, at a certain time, and at certain places, but not that frequently, and uh, not that often apparently. That all checks out, yes. Yes, but if, yes. You're, st- but if you're still subscribed, good on ya. Because you're getting this episode and you're thinking, oh my god, does that podcast still exist? Yeah, by the way, good on ya is, I'm sure that qualifies as. Probably. And when you hear it, like, real fast, like, put on you. Yeah. Uh, 11 minutes, Mark. And I'll just put that in there. Um, otherwise, it wasn't really useful. It wasn't very long recordings. Um, what else did I go over in that original clip? Uh, Hamilton's on the horizon. Um, I've been approved to go to the Saturday and I think the days have been going every like for the full weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday are probably pretty much done now at least for now Um, we'll see when Riley gets older but for now I, I don't think it's just too much for one person to look after a baby and four dogs um, the dogs are good. Uh, Riley's still, or Riley, Winston's full of energy and he's still, oh, um, tearing it up everywhere he goes. I'm going to have to get him to a dog park, but he's not fixed, so he's being a year old. It's not easy to find spaces for him to tear around, um, and we're going to be gearing up to neuter him soon hopefully uh if I can save up the money I've been going to things this year I went to Paw Camp Toronto of course um I just spent a little bit of time I was there for like three or four hours and then I came home and I was happy with that um get really anxious and worried about what's going on at home Um, even though my face doesn't always look it and sometimes I get carried away uh, at the events just kind of hanging out and I'm like well you know there's a lot of responsibilities at home maybe I should be there instead so I kind of went I had my taste of pot camp and then I left uh, I wish I'd gone for more of the sessions, but I think Riley was, like, one month then? It was, like, February, right? It was basically one month. And at the time, I was kind of burnt out going back and forth to the hospital. Hospitals. And we had a brand-new baby. And, you know, he's a preemie, so we still... Um he's still catching up developmentally he's got a lot of appointments uh, the belly button hernia is kind of like the intestines are like receding back through the belly button hole it hasn't closed up. We just had a a pediatrician appointment he's got another one with a pediatrician eye doctor on the I can't remember I know that the 8th is his hospital neonatal follow up but I do not know oh okay so his neonatal follow up is on the 8th of June. We also have a an eye, pediatrician eye doctor, because he's got um, lazy eyes. We are in the process of of trying to get him to do tracking. That's like a developmental milestone. Um, up until now, he's not given a shit about anything that happens in his peripheral vision. He loves to stare at you. He loves you when you're really close to his face. He thinks that's, the cat's pajamas, but when we do the the um, the black and white images cards, and you move them from side to side or up and down, he does not. Now he's like in the past few days, he started like looking and following them. Because um, we're we're still like a month behind developmentally, and a, and a month in a baby time is, is quite a bit. Um, so we're we're in the process of, of getting that corrected. The the doctor the eye doctor will evaluate him, the optometrist, that's the word I'm looking for. The optometrist will evaluate him and we'll go from there. Um then follow up with the neonatal is just to make sure he's developing well. And I think um I think that'll go well. I think he's pretty much on point with the the growth curves, except for his tiny, tiny head. He's on the fifth percentile. The other awesome thing about having a kid is that you have all this stuff to talk about. Um, so I'm busy with appointments and baby stuff and, and hanging out with my kid and playing Dead Island and playing d and um, I was saying that I'm in a new paid campaign. We're doing um, heists, so it's not a traditional cam- combat campaign. It's forcing me to to think more on the fly and improvise and get better at that. So that's good. I missed the last session, um, and I thought I would I'd throw like a, a little baby temper tantrum because i love it so much uh, i did not i was cool with it i also got a character go to jail because i every one of these missions are on a timer we're a very slow group uh, two of us are kind of like learning me and somebody else uh, the, the new sorcerer um we don't always like know the action economy we don't always know um uh what moves to do when and stuff and so even the best laid plans like end up falling apart and i get really invested in making a character and um like picking things like options and spells and stuff so i thought i was going to like give up and then like quit the group and i was like very upset and i was uh, like telling dm i don't know if i can do this man i can't make it another character and then i got a little bit of like advice on the discord of like i want to try a druid or a different race because i'm very much one of those people who like this worked it worked um, worked well enough i'm going to keep doing this exact same thing i'm not going to try anything i'm not going to um Take on any risk. I'm just going to do the keep this exact same thing over and over and over again with minor variations. Uh, it's very hard for me to assume risk. That's not how I live. Um, I'm not really good with failure. I'm not like comfortable with it. Um, so I'm trying different classes. I'm trying different races. Uh, I'm making new characters, so I'm I'm learning and I'm growing, and I'm getting more comfortable with things that make me uncomfortable, which is the main reason why I've been, like, and the main reason why I've been, um, like, the main raison d'etre for me playing D&D. So I've been doing that. I went to Breakout con earlier in the year. I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast. Uh, I've been trying to like go and do stuff. I do have passes for Anime North. I'm not sure I'm going to go because there's a container supposedly coming it's supposed to come today. Did not happen so most likely it's going to come tomorrow so I might be too tired to go tomorrow and if it comes tomorrow then it's probably going to run into uh, Sunday the last day of it and it's also a huge ass anime con so not like when I used to work those things as an AV technician it wasn't like during the events so I big space lots of People or like not many people that was good. Um, being on the other side of it, I don't know if I'm like fully comfortable with that. And anime expo, no, anime expo, yeah, that's like the big corporate one downtown. I like that one because I am a faceless person in a crowd. I can kind of blend in in chameleon. I don't have to deal with anybody. I don't wear costumes. I don't cosplay. So no one's looking at me, except for when I pull out my recorder and record. Um, But now even that is like normal. So my goal this year of doing more things, getting more out of my comfort zone, already on task for that. A large chunk of that old recording was about work. I'm going to skip all that stuff. I'm going to let that percolate more and um, solidify. Things are in various processes or states of completion comes in terms of work. The Etsy store is all but dried up. I tried um, advertising. It's not really working. Um, I have to figure out a way of getting across that my mats are, like, more of a bespoked, like, artisanal process than, um, like, the stuff you'd buy in a hobby store. Uh, it is made on, like, incarnate, but then I get the files print them on my sublimation printer Um, I take my my neoprene polyester coated blank I tape the mat down to the paper and then it is pressed on a heat press so it's basically like a big curler iron element that's uh, 20 by 16 and it presses down on the paper and it transfers onto the white polyester surface. Uh, The trick is, though, is that um, D&D mats uh, rely on, you know, the grids being the exact same size. So my issue I've been running into is the one mat comes out perfect, uh, you know, and I do all my measurements before I tape it to the mat but then from the edges of the mat to the next mat i can't always guarantee um, an exact uh it five inch square um it can be off by one i was trying to figure out this in the previous recording um so an inch is made up of what is the okay hold on a second good thing so you got an inch and in the inch there is 1, 2, 25, 26, 27, 28, 28, uh, lines. And then, so there's like a, so... The first five is 132 of an inch. I'm usually like within one or two, sometimes maybe like three of those little lines between the beginning of the ruler and like the full inch mark. So less than 132th, 32nd. Of an inch? No, because that one says 116. Anyways, if you're looking at a ruler and you're in inches, the little lines that make up, I guess it's like a half an inch. Um, So yeah, so in the middle is a half of an inch, and then in between that is a quarter of an inch, but in between that is an eighth of an inch? I would say an eighth of an inch. Um, And um, within an eighth of an inch uh, plus or minus. I have to figure out some sort of wording that says, like, within one eighth of an inch tolerance on the edges of the line, because the mat's though I try to measure them and line them up and tape them up and, and make them all the same they don't always come out the exact same when you, the, the mat is pressed down with the pneumatic air there's um, a bit of a, a play um, where it moves a tiny bit and then it's pressed down with, with weight and then it's transferred with heat Um, so the way that they're pressed down um, will be slightly different each time I tape them, even though I tape them the exact same way I secure them the exact same way Um, I align them on the mat and I measure them and everything they're not always going to be the exact same and that's been my issue um, some customers care about that more than others, so I've been trying to get to the bottom of that. I've been trying to make larger scale mats and, and look into um, materials that I can print that are thicker than vinyl, but um, not my my neoprene blanks because they they cost a lot because um, they're like a quarter inch rubber and then they're neoprene uh, polyester coated they're about like 5 to $6 per blank and then sorry I have a bit of gas um, so mat sets because I sell them in twos I've been trying to do threes and fours but they don't line up the lines don't always line up exactly from mat to mat like I was saying so it's really hard to do threes and fours that, like tile perfectly um, even like pairs like one might be dead center one might be a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right um, and so like there's a lot of not waste but you need the exact matching measurement for the exact matching mat for each set um, and then there's sometimes there's like dust that gets in there like you, you can't there's no such thing as a, a, a sterile clean environment here um, I am talking way too long this is like half an hour already and I'm making all sorts of noise um, you have to find the exact matching pair to make that measurement work. I don't press enough of them to have exact matching pairs um, for all the designs. So I have new larger mats that I'm working on on a UB, uh, sorry, UB, an UBE, um, the UV printer, which uh, um, I can do larger sizes. Um, but because it's UV ink, it's uh, cured with uh, UV light, so it doesn't have the durability of sublimation. Sublimation is a chemical process, it lasts a thousand times much more longer. <sighs> so, I have larger mats on the go, I have new designs that I, I am in the various stages of production. Uh, I've been buying a uh, scatter train to take new photos, but um, I'm buying it as it comes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got the the notification for Anime North. It starts at five. Um, I got to go to the store, so I'm gonna probably have to wrap this up quick. I gotta buy um, frozen corn pobanos. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I'm working on larger mats. I'm looking at new materials. I'm looking at, like, carrying cases. I've been buying ScatterTrain to do better photos because my photos are garbage on Etsy, and that's why uh, they're like the basic, basic, bare minimum. Uh, You gotta do really good photos, you also have to do uh, very small jpegs that's the max size you can do is 5 megabytes so you gotta like shoot and run convert it down into like tiny little meg- like jpegs I'm not sure how I can do that on my own I do not have the technical expertise in photography to do that and I don't know enough about product photography and I've been basically doing all this stuff on my own as I'm learning it on the fly kind of as best as I can. So in order to take my business to the next step there, I got to invest some money that I do not have because as I said, I had a baby. So all of my disposable income goes to that and the things that I like doing uh, for fun. So I've been trying to figure that out I've been working on new mat designs I'm trying to shift my business away from mugs mugs are very expensive um, and yeah I'm, I'm rambling into business talk. anyways I wanted to get to the point of this I wanted to do a burger review I went to Burger King which is by work so Burger King's new promotion right now it's cheesy jalapeno bites. You get 5 pieces dollar 9. They're like spicy tater tots. Delicious. I love them. Every time I go to Burger King, I add them to my order. My favorite thing to get is the king deal or whatever, the mix and match, which is um uh, two sandwiches, ten dollars, and then I had those jalapeno bites. So basically, for a price of a regular combo, eleven ish bucks plus tax, I get two sandwiches. So I get the Impossible Whopper. I usually buy something for my brother, either the the original chicken, uh, spicy or regular, or um, today he got the. Um, the BK Big Fish. You yeah, get that in regular spicy. And the Impossible Whopper because when make, when you get the Impossible Whopper at locations like the one by the airport, because it's a high turnover on certain items and not on others, they tend to make fresh patties. Damn it, this is a very noisy chair. So I tend to get brand new food. The thing about fast food is you don't want things to be sitting there. So because no one buys the Impossible Whopper at this location, I tend to get the really good... Burgers are really bad ones. I think I let this one sit. I've been talking to you for half an hour. But the point of the story is I like the cheesy tater tots. The Impossible Whopper. Um, Pretty much like a, an exactly like a Whopper. I really like it. I'm not going to i give it the garbage cash seal of approval. Um, is it as good as other Impossible? The a Impossible Burger, pretty good too. Um, this is just like a more traditional burger, ketchup mayo. a um, and has their a sauce which tends by the time you add all the sauces and the A&W, it tends to, like... Most of their burgers tend to taste like Thousand Island dressing. Um, I do like the combination of an Impossible Patty with bacon. There's something sublime about that. It is my number one add-on. I would say... This slightly edges out the N W um, Impossible Burger because it is way cheaper. You can get two of these for ten bucks, or you can get one N W Impossible sandwich for seven. Um, this is not as big though. Which is fine. And I don't know if you can get bacon on this. I thought Burger King was having it your way. But they don't really push options anymore. I think you can. But you have to specifically ask for it. And some places where they sell a lot of impossible stuff able to tell you you want to add bacon to it because it is a very popular option I have come to, to um, realize it. apparently it's the the favorite of Pete Buttigieg there was some opinion piece about well Pete Loves driving around in his electric Mustang, which looks fucking but ugly, by the way. The E Mustang is the ugliest vehicle I've ever seen in my entire life. So it has a Mustang front, but it's a hatchback, fastback, back. So it looks like someone took half a Mustang and attached it to a wagon. It also has less trunk space because they're filling it all with batteries and it's very, very expensive. I'm pretty sure I talked about how much I the Mach-E Mustang or whatever on the episode of the garbage cast. Where me and Kelly were coming back from our uh, wedding shower. What do you call it? Um, yeah, went from the wedding shower in the And we were driving home. I hated it then, still hate it now. Absolutely. Garbage looking vehicle. Uh, actually technically you get the garbage cast seal of approval really because of how garbage it is. Um so I've condensed an hour into about forty-five minutes. Forty minutes. Um I think I've nailed most of the points I said from the previous I can now i walked away from the mic. So, I gotta go to the grocery store. Um, most of Brampton Mississauga is undergoing construction for the LRT line that Metrolinx has been building, and Brampton has fought against, because... Old Brampton hates progress and traffic, and they felt they couldn't handle the added traffic of uh, LRT because they already have the buses, and so they cried to uh, Bill Davis, and they had him lobby against putting the the LRT. The LRT the LRT line all the way on uh, Hugh Ontario, despite the many studies that said um, Hugh Ontario is the best place for it. So it stops at uh, Shoppers World. So where we are located, we're by the airport. Um, any parallel street to Hugh Ontario uh, has traffic because also Mississauga is upgrading all of the streets' sewer systems and repaving streets one by one. So every time you find an efficient detour for here in Ontario, they start construction. And also there's construction right in front of the new shop location because they're doing the same construction I'm talking about. So what I'm trying to get at is... Another garbage cast is in the can. Dump it. Because I gotta go. Like I'm, I'm like really behind. And I gotta get to the grocery store on Ray Lawson. And I am on Shawson Drive, which is about, with the traffic, 20, 30 minutes. And then get home To Georgetown So I've been the M&D Like I said and Then the garbage cast Is in can Dump it I'll just Say it again Because I didn't Do the full Ending spiel Even though I don't have Co-hosts anymore So it's always Going to be me I don't think I, I, Sometimes I have The wife On here But that's About it Anyways For real gotta go fast, but not actually. Smell you later. Rambling, rambling, Biden's rambling, rambling. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. you. I ever wanted to do was build the wall. I never wanted to be president. I swear. All I ever wanted to do was see the leaves fall. I never wanted the capital storm. I swear. I'm Biden. Joe Biden. That's my name. and means what people call you. Sure, brother, brother, Come on, we could lose it all with Biden slips and falls. Plus, he don't ever look the same. We could lose it all, lose it all, lose it all. If we lose it all, Trump will build a wall. Democrats will never be that deranged. We'll just spend your taxes to farm the war in Ukraine. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. you. All I ever wanted to do was go for nap time. I never wanted to be president, I swear. I swear I never wanted to drop all the drone strikes. I pressed the button by accident. I swear! Joe Biden turned the frickin' frost What's next? A frickin' gay Pride Parade? You don't know what you're talking about, Jack. Yeah? You're having a we can lose it all Unless Biden's approval falls The in the White House again We can lose it all Lose it all Lose it all If we lose it all Then they're not the wall The pressure can't act in strange They spend all of your taxes to fund A gay front prank Rage. Fuck you you. So you. So you.